I've always had issues with feeling abandoned. It's something that I hated more than like anything in the world. That feeling doesn't really come from anywhere specific, frankly. Like I don't have like specific like instances where like I was abandoned and now I like have trauma from it. I know some people definitely have had past issues that have brought it on, but like there's really nothing specific. I just instinctively really hated it when people left me. Like most people again okay most people do but mine is in a way where it like literally feels completely unbearable and i spiral down and i can't get out of a funk like i was i've been like this since i was a child um like i w- hated drop off i was i would like lose my shit and you know like i mean most kids you know get really freaked out during drop off i think but there's a little bit of recovery whereas like I would get freaked out at drop-off every single day. I would not want my mom to leave. And I would just be in a really, like, low place mood-wise for, like, the rest of the day. Um, So it's something I've always dealt with, you know? And, like, as an adult, now I'm dealing with it in different ways that are have nothing to do with school drop-off. Um, but, you know, it's, it comes up in, in like, different ways. Um, and last week I talked about how I hate endings and all of this stuff for like this exact reason. Um, when anything ends, it could be a book or a relationship. I literally like have an identity crisis and go into a deep hole of depression. You know, why do things have to leave us? Why do things have to end? Um, thinking about all of these questions. Um, and you know, like my existentialism on all of this turned me to think about what I call the making your bed theory. Um, that idea where you can either get up and make your bed for, you know, for the day before you get back into it at night or realize that you're literally going to unmake it in a few hours and just leave it be and then just like get back in with it being unmade because like it literally kind of, it doesn't really make a difference, right? And I mean, this is a very roundabout way of saying that I felt like everything was kind of pointless. If things are going to end and people are going to abandon you, then what's the point in like even starting anything at all? That it was better to stagnate in order to avoid change and not be hurt. And sure, this like all worked until I realized I didn't have, you know, relationships, deep relationships in my life, and I would like go looking for them. But as I aptly predicted with my whole like making the bed metaphor, things eventually ended and I'd be a wreck. And so for me, I was just like, it's not worth it to start something knowing that it would just end at some point. So today I'm talking about those endings, what they mean, attachment or not attaching and the anxiety around it. So welcome to Depressed Girl's Guide to Life, your average mental health podcast by an average girl in progress. I'm on this journey with you. I'm going to struggle and you're going to struggle. But that's part of it, and I'm here to tell you that you're not alone. I may not have all the answers, but I do get it. So hopefully, whatever I say today and in other episodes will be relatable for your own journey and your own walk through life navigating mental health. Oh, you guys. Okay, it's February. It's February. This month gives me so much anxiety for so much, so many reasons. Um, it's a short month. It's the month where people talk about love and relationships 
and intimacy. And look, if you are like me, that may be something you're avoiding or you don't really feel like having thrown in your face all the time. Like the amount of emails I've been getting from random companies that have nothing to do with like, like if I was getting it from Bumble or Hinge being like, come join Bumble or Hinge and like find someone before Valentine's Day, I'd be like, okay, that's good marketing. That's fine. I'm getting it from companies that like sell misshapen vegetables and being like, find your true love. Even if, you know, like find your perfect other, you're you're a misshapen vegetable, find your other like half, even if they're not like the perfect, I'm like, what is this? I don't need you to, to send me Valentine's Day email greetings. Like, this is just so bizarre. Um, so anyway, like I said, it's February. I'm going to talk about attachment styles today. Um, and I mean, big shocking reveal. I'm super anxiously attached. I feel like everything I've said ever in my life should reveal that. And I hate endings. Um, because I deal with them extremely poorly. See earlier for my depression spiral and basically questioning my entire sense of self and identity when anything ends ever, which is like apparently not normal, right? Normal, quote unquote normal. And I was like, okay, you know, like for so long, speaking of normal, I was like, I, I didn't know other people's experiences. So I was like, okay, like, cool. It's normal for, like, breakups and endings to be this debilitatingly awful. Like, it's kind of what they show in movies. Like, me basing my whole personality off of a movie also is, like, very on brand. Um, like, I was like, that's normal. It's really normal to, like, spiral into, like, horrible depression. So I never questioned it. But what's weird is my friends and people around me were, like, in and out of relationships. And, you know, like, some of their relationships were short, like, you know, like, three months or less. And others were longer, so, like, several years. Um, And in general, while, like, my friends had periods of feeling really sad or off when these things ended, even if it was, like, long, long long-term things, they didn't let it like completely ruin them um, or their life or, I mean, they weren't depressed for like, you know, over a year over like this one thing that happened or whether it was a breakup or some sort of ending. In fact, you know, like many of them came to terms with it and have since like learned and moved on to better, healthier relationships, which apparently, you know, doesn't consist of them constantly worrying about that union ending or them being abandoned because apparently that's like healthy thoughts and thinking and actions and communication. Anyway, I found it strange that people could just move on because that was so, I was like, I will literally spontaneously combust if something ends. Like it it really, it was truly something that's scared me and scares me to this day. It's not something I deal well with at all. So I I found this really interesting that like so many of my friends could just, things could end and then they'd pick themselves right back up and be like, okay, like, like, okay, this is, okay, such a random, I need to say this like this because it's such a good parallel. When I was in, uh, when I was a kid and I was in like middle school, I remember like people would have family dogs and their dogs would die and it was very sad, whatever, but they would get a new dog like 
the next day. That was like very common was your dog dying, uh, old dog, whatever. And then you get like a puppy the next day. It was like super common. Like I just can't, that's not in my nature. So anyway, I found this super weird. I found like people were, you know, people were able to do this and I was not. So I went to my therapist and I had done a ton of research on the internet and I was like, what's wrong with me? There has to be something wrong with me. And I told her my realization and I go, I think I have borderline personality disorder. And I was like, I think. So I curbed my statement. I was like, I think, you know, like based off of like everything I read on the internet. And she like looks at me funny and she's like, I don't think you do. And, and, and just for reference, like borderline personality is like you hate being abandoned and you don't, it's, it's you, you have a very sort of, there is a lot of like mania to it. Um, and whatever, everything I read on the internet was like, I have this. And I remember when she told me that I just like burst into tears because I was like, I know I feel like shit and I know something's wrong with me. Um, and everybody else could be in relationships and break up and be fine. But I somehow felt like I was like mentally hit by an asteroid every time anything ended for me. Um, so I was just like sobbing in her office. Cause I was like, I feel very unseen right now, <laughs> but she was like, you know, borderline personality is a really serious, um, disorder. And like the way that you present on a day-to-day basis doesn't showcase like that you have something like borderline personality disorder. Um, and just because you have a lot of issues with abandonment and like other things, like doesn't mean that you have this disorder. And I was just like, okay, I shrugged. I was like, the DSM five is wrong. And like, I hate it. (laughs) I was just, I was just like, I, I was like, I know I feel like shit, you know? I mean, Reason number like 50 billion why I should not be a doctor and like I'm just a girl and I'm not a doctor like quick plug to all the things like I'm just not a I like I will diagnose whoever and whatever I want with any random thing um which apparently is like unethical and wrong but again I'm not a doctor so I feel kind of fine about it so yeah it sucked but I just sort of lived like um you know I was feeling this this thing and like I knew something was wrong, but I felt like no one was like willing to help me and I wasn't seen, but I was just convinced that, you know, I was just living with this just like horrible, horrible thing and like nothing would ever change until I had this like revelation moment. I had just been dumped (laughs) and it was debilitating and horrible. I remember I could not get out of my bed. I couldn't do any work. I was like really struggling like in my job. I was crying rent. I was I was just I could I again and this wasn't just a one day thing. This was like weeks, potentially months. Like it was really bad. Um and this relationship wasn't even that long or significant if I'm being honest. Um and anyway, I was reading a book And the book is called Attached, The New Science of Adult Attachment. And it's by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller. And I'm straight up, I'm straight up just plugging this book. Like, I don't even care because that's how big this revelation was. The book is about attachment styles, which if you don't like know like that much about it, I, I knew some stuff, but I didn't know a ton. 
But it's the ways that we sort of learn to interact with people and situations that sort of stem from just like a style that we picked up from picked up it from childhood. Um, so, you know, like there's an anxious, there's anxious attachment style, which is really dis- dislike being, you know, abandoned and really aggressively needing love, etc. Like I very much relate to that. And then there's avoidant attachment, which is sort of being more detached from um, your emotions, running away from vulnerable moments um, and not really facing like the emotional emotional nature of things and just sort of thinking like love is scary and just sort of running. I had always known I was anxiously attached, but all of a sudden it all kind of hit me in the face. Me living and saying I had this like big insurmountable personality disorder that was undiagnosed and that I would never have like a normal relationship because of it. And I was just unlovable. And like, I, I, you know, I basically just thought I, I, I would never have a normal anything and that I would always feel really horrible um, and abandoned. I would always feel really insecure in my relationships. And I was, I was basically having the same relationship over and over again, where like, I would get really insecure about something and then like the person would leave. And I was just like, this is like, I, I need help. Like I, I, and I didn't know how to get help for this thing. Um, and like reading this book and like sort of coming to terms with this, like it just sort of made everything so much more manageable because the majority of what I was describing was being anxiously attached and then also having really bad depression, which, you know, would make me, you know, like feel like I needed to be in bed forever and like sort of it like weighed me down a lot. And this was, you know, the reason why I hated being alone and why I needed constant communication like with my partner and would explode and implode at small things if I felt like I was like being abandoned or like being left behind in any way. Um, I was like extremely reactive and volatile, especially when I could see like any abandonment on the horizon. And a big part of all of that was not understanding how my attachment style made me act and communicate poorly in relationships and also how it made me seek out people who were avoidant because that's also a thing. Did you know that anxious people and avoidant people date each other way more and like there's this weird thing where it's like you know like there's there's this weird thing where it's just like a balance like we're trying to balance each other out and I mean like I know I can speak for myself and say like I find avoidant classically quote-unquote avoidant people who are like very detached from their emotions more attractive because I'm so in my emotions all the time that someone who's like kind of not like I I like almost admire that you know but when you think about it it's like such a fucked up cycle like I'm already anxious and like freaking insecure and then I'm attracted to the people who are less expressive and feel you know freaked out about opening up and then because of that I get more anxious and then I like emote heavily and then they're like this person is trying to like make me be vulnerable like I'm out of here and then it's the worst and then you know I lose my shit because I can't deal with endings. But this is like what happens every single time. And realizing that I have gotten into this cycle 
because of the partners I'm picking and because of my own behaviors that, again, aren't because of this thing, this unchangeable like thing inside of me. It's because of something that I can be super aware of um, was just like a game changer to me. That was it wasn't I never thought about it like that. Like I never thought about my bad behavior being related to my attachment style. I always thought I was just like badly behaved, you know? But what's crazy is as soon as I started to like make myself aware to all of this stuff, it just started to be more manageable. And I was thinking about it so differently. I was like, okay, I need to find more securely attached partners. You know, what does that look like? What, you know, what, who does that person, who could that person be? What's their like style of communication? Are they, you know, what are they direct with me and they're not playing games? Um, like we need to be more securely attached to ourselves. What does that look like in my own communication style? Am I speaking in a way that is um, not productive? That's passive aggressive. That's just aggressive aggressive. Um, you know, like we need to sort of think before we speak because we're reactive and we get lit up, you know, very easily, especially when compared to our avoidant partners, if that's who we choose to be with, um, who are kind of like maybe whatever about things ending or certain emotions because of, you know, whatever's going on internally with them um, and telling them to be avoidant in order to not get hurt. And okay, I think my big point is we tell ourselves all this stuff like I'm never going to be in a normal relationship because I'm too damaged or, you know, we put all these hardcore heavy labels on ourselves sometimes. And okay, I want to disclaim very like very strongly right now i am not saying that people are not diagnosed with certain mental health like if you like if you are diagnosed with like bipolar or borderline or anything like that is valid i don't think that these are just like substitutes for that and i'm not saying that but i think in the world that we live in right now we often go to that place where we feel the need to label someone and be like, well, they're just a narcissist or they're just like a sociopath or they're like this or that. And I think we're just very quick to go there. And it's like, we never think about like, it may literally just be this like other different avenue that you haven't even thought about or thought to consider about like why your partner who is cold or, you know, you're overly explosive when you, like, get your, you know, when your partner gets your McDonald's order wrong or whatever. Like, that person is probably not a sociopath or a narcissist just based off of, like, the odds of how that works. But it's easy to jump there. Um, so this is just me saying, like, okay, like, yeah, no, attachment style isn't a cure-all. But I think it plays so much into these dynamics, especially within, like, our relationships with people. And, like, again, like, I just think it's so easy to just, like, label someone and be like, that person's just, like, a bad person. Um, without even trying to, like, think about, you know, ways to fix our thoughts or our communication styles or our actions. Um, and then, you know hopefully having that other person reciprocate or not and then realizing 
this person doesn't want to have healthy direct communication with me and therefore that person is not the person for me but that also starts with you yourself having healthy direct communication and like understanding things about like your own attachment style like for example like me being attached like I tend to be really like explosive and like I yell and I scream and I'm um I feel my emotions really strongly and so that's something where I'm like I need to just take a second if I'm feeling something really strongly and feeling like my partner's disrespecting me. It needs, I need to take a second to be like, how can I put this in a way where like they're going to hear me and it's not going to be disrespectful for either one of us. And this is really all to say, like, I am still learning and growing and figuring this stuff out. That was just a massive, incredible revelation for me. Because it is changing how I approach relationships and what I look for in a relationship um, in terms of wanting someone who is a direct communicator um, and who, you know, like I feel safe and comfortable around and who I feel like I can communicate with in a way that isn't volatile or, you know, not productive. Um, And I really do hope that in some way that affects how I feel about relationships as a whole. Um, And, you know, like the fact that like relationships do end and really getting comfortable and okay with that because I'm more comfortable and okay with myself and more comfortable and okay with the way that I view these kinds of relationships, but also like TBD because like I'm actually not there yet. Um, I'm again, I'm just working on, my own communication style and like really hoping for the best that um sort of like the healthiness that I put out in the world is what sort of comes back to me and that is really all for today I hope you enjoyed this episode I hope you could have just like taken away anything that you wanted to take away from it not all of it will be applicable to everyone I totally get that but if any piece of it was interesting for you whether it's you know issues with abandonment or feeling like attachment styles are something that you haven't explored as much in your life. Um, I hope that this was helpful. Read the book. Honestly, that book is fucking amazing. Um, and just like changed my whole way of thinking about this kind of stuff. And yeah, please, you know, like download, share the podcast. That's really what I'm just going to say from now on, like share it. Um, if you think a friend, uh, anyone in need, needs to hear any of this um someone is going through something where they feel like they are you know having issues with um relationships or you know like struggling with their mental health in these kinds of things and not wanting to be in relationships because they're afraid um send it over to them and yeah i will see you in the next one